I wake up every day like I'm gonna die. Everything's bad. Like the first 20 seconds of my Not day it. are the worst of my life. Okay. Like it's horrible. It takes me a minute to be like, everything's okay. Everything's okay. It's gonna be fine. You turn over and you you know you see Jonah. <clears throat> right. I turn over, I kiss Jonah good morning, and then I go back over and then I go on TikTok. <laughs> 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 What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Jeff. Welcome back to another episode of Podcasters Anonymous, episode 38. I'm joined here with my buddy... Reed. And... So it's the month of June. It's Pride Month. Shout out. Yeah. Yep. Shout out. There shout it out. Is. Uh, so Jonah's at a rally. I won't tell you which rally he's at, but let's just say it's related. It's a rally. A rally of some kind that is happening now because of the month that it currently is. So he's not going to be joining us today. Just going to be the two of us. We have officially just gone. Just the two of us. Okay. We've we completely. We can talk if okay. we can. We've... Just the two of us. Podcasters Anonymous, episode 38, just the two of us. So we've... Okay. Can take so. it. All right, go ahead. I wish 13, 14, it, motherfucker. weren't allowed to be so hot. Uh, so we've officially gone full circle on the two main episodes. We've now gotten every single iteration, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, you and Jonah, Jonah and I, uh-huh. and now you and me. Unlike the episode where I wasn't there, we are not going to spend the whole day talking about Jonah. Okay, cool. Yep, that is it. We're done. He's at an anti. I mean, he's at a he's at a rally of some kind. But um, that's it. That's all that needs to be said. Um, it's actually a pretty sad time right now. Yeah. Yeah. For you, or just in general, the world. Okay. We've got two very very sad deaths that just happened. Hit me. Number one, I just want to say rest in peace to Robert Pattinson. He was a real one. I'm a huge fan, <laughs> and uh, he will be dearly missed. I think you're missing that one. You're what, missing something. What are you talking about? Are you talking about um, uh, the prophet Pat <laughs> oh, Robertson? Oh, Pat Robertson. Uh, yeah. I cannot tell you how much a friend of mine the other day was like, Pat Robertson died. And I went, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> As a huge Twilight head, you can see all my books over there on the shelf. I was so sad that. for two seconds because I thought that Edward was gone. But luckily, it was just a... Uh, Somebody else that uh, is not to his caliber. I mean, how could anybody beat a Robert Pattinson caliber? Nobody can. I agree. Uh, the other really sad death is uh, the Unabomber. Unfortunately, died today. So he will Enlighten be missed. Me. The Unabomber. I mean, I I know who the Unabomber is. Uh-huh. Ted Kaczynski. Those, I didn't know that he w- was like caught. Identified. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he got caught. Oh wow. It's the guy sent a bunch of pipe bombs in the mail. Uh, wow. Did the whole thing, killed a lot of people, uh, went to jail. Did he die in jail? Died in jail. Do we know how he died in jail? Mm. That's a good question. Here, I think I have the thing. Jeff will cut here. Look wow. What a good looking dude. Uh, uh, Ted he was found dead in his prison cell early Saturday. Wow. At 81, man. Dude Damn. lived to be 81. Wow. Uh, the hospital pronounced dead. Uh, 20 years without being captured. Oh, yeah. He was out for a while. Holy shit. I listened to a last podcast on the left episode about it Uh because, of course, I did. And uh, apparently it was, like, so prevalent that, like, it was a, like, the whole world was just constantly afraid to, like, check their mail. Like, he was so successful. Yeah. What did he... So he just, like, sent 
bombs in the mail. To, into in the mail system? Yep. Yep. He would uh, make pipe bombs in his basement, and he would just mail them to people. Was this strategic or random? Um, I think he had some kind of motivation, but it was something dumb, of course. I think he was wow. like anti-government or something like that. Like okay. anti-establishment. I remember he like moved and lived in the woods for like five of those years. God damn. Yeah. So he will be missed. Um, it truly is a sad day. It's a sad time. And uh, yeah, a lot of great ones. You know, shout yeah. out. Did you know that in 1939, Adolf Hitler was jokingly nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize? Really? Yeah. That's actually, I actually had no idea about Did that. Did you know any of the other facts that I've told you so far? Uh, every single one of them, yep. Oh, okay. You knew about the octopuses and their hearts? Yep. You know what? I'm over you. Reed, how are you feeling today? Uh, I feel great. Yeah. Um... I didn't drink that much. I ate a lot of pizza. You did. What about uh, any sickness, any aches, any stuffiness? Obviously, you can hear I'm a bit congested. I feel great. No. Okay. No, I'm uh, a... My immune system is that of a god. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got so, it. I, ironic. So, uh, obviously, Jonah, he's at his pride rally and doing... Or whatever. He's not... No, he's definitely not sick. Definitely. Uh, no, but uh, he may or may not be also sick. Sick to the point where he's like, I can't make the podcast, which is interesting because I woke up yesterday... Super sick. Okay. Sick enough to not. So you gave it to him. Oh, 100%. I woke up, stuffy nose, my throat felt like I had just orally pleasured a big old ghost, you know? Oh. In the night. Yeah. Like the ghost of Paul Walker uh, in the night. And uh, so I was pretty sore there. (laughs) All the way down to where I could feel it in my brain. You know what I mean? Like all the way back there. Just really, just fully like giving me a prostate exam of the gullet, you know? But, uh, and then Vin Diesel was like, and this is what we do in our family. <laughs> <laughs> but then when it came time to hang out with you and your roommates, yeah, I obviously stood up to the task. I was not going to let my no, sickness you were there. stop me from hanging out with people I like. Completely in the moment and present. Yeah, exactly. However. However. That can't be said about our other co-host. It cannot, no. It is also very funny that I spent like two hours in the car with him yesterday. So it's totally 100% clear where he got his uh, his sickness. He's going to be pissed about it when... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I hope you and you don't catch it. We are... I mean, I'm clearly still sick, and we're Ooh. right here now. Um, I got a quick thing. Yeah. My roommate, she, uh, she got exposed to tuberculosis. When was this? Like a week and a half ago. Oh. And here's the thing. She... All good. Is that a thing like I should know about? Um, she's she doesn't have it now. Okay, she actually didn't get it. Okay, she was just exposed to it. Right. But the story about how she got exposed to it, people are really just idiots. Okay. She works at a dental. She does right. admin at a dental a dental a, a thing. Yeah. Or institution, and uh, mom, kids walk in. Several kids is playing with the toys on. You know, it's a kids dentist. They're just coloring and building Legos and whatnot. Right. Checking in. And uh, kids are sneezing and coughing and whatnot. And you're like, oh, wow, is the kid's doing okay? Yeah, they have tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, what? Yeah, yeah, the kid's like, oh, did they have uh, tuberculosis? No, 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 they have it They currently have right tuberculosis. Now. I'm like, why are you here? Dude, COVID has broken our brains so hard because we were so in the like, oh, if you're feeling sick at all, you have to test, you have to tell everybody, you have to fully plan yep. based on any sort of sickness to, oh, that's over now. Sickness don't exist anymore. Tuberculosis isn't a thing. Literally yesterday, I had a fever of like 
101. And I was like, I'm still going to hang out with Reed, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, that was wild. I'm like, I get a phone call and she's like, yeah, hey, just want to let you know, uh, I was exposed to tuberculosis. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what? Sickness doesn't exist anymore. The, the, the WHO has officially declared it. COVID's over. Yeah. All sickness is over. The tuberculosis. Band, the band The Who actually took their place. Right. Yeah. You can tell by the uh, <laughs> by the results we got. <laughs> tuberculosis, just fair game. COVID, fair game. AIDS, you don't have to tell people anymore. No. You know, it's HIV no. now. It's, yeah. it's evolved. So we are all good. But that's funny. Tuberculosis. That's yeah. like... An that's ancient, a real thing. Yeah, that's crazy. How do you get that? Um, it's I could I'm I'm not I'm gonna speak out of my ass. Okay, because I don't actually know, but I think it's by touch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't. I mean, it could. Don't they, you get it from a blanket that a colonizer gives you? Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. Or is that smallpox? Both. Both. <laughs> Got it. Uh, can I show you a TikTok real quick? Give it to me. <clears throat> so, do you remember my biggest fear? Um, you're cla- very claustrophobic. <clears throat> very claustrophobic. Specifically, the specific situation that I told you guys that one time. No. Immortal. Oh, and you're, yeah. And- Covered in cast iron. Okay, I do remember this. Bottom of the ocean. And you're just there. That's my biggest fear, right? Would you freaking believe that my biggest fear has already happened? Really? The Old Guard. Okay. The Old Guard is a movie from 2020 about a bunch of immortal people okay. and this lady gets captured for witchcraft put in an iron coffin thrown to the bottom of oh the ocean my God. where she just drowns for like 500 years why wait she's immortal yeah she's just Whoa. born immortal and because of that they they found her guilty of witchcraft so they tried to hang her and stuff and they don't die so they're like well we're gonna lock you up in an iron casket throw you in the bottom of the ocean and so you just, just drown perpetuously Holy shit. <clears throat> That's gnarly. So imagine my surprise yeah. to think of this crazy thing is just a, a figment of my imagination. No. Did you watch the movie? <clears throat> I didn't watch the movie. So I actually, I found this TikTok account that uh, takes scenes from movies. And I'll show you an example. But it did this one. So it just takes scenes from movies and it reenacts them with SpongeBob. You die in a suspiciously timed car accident shortly after you enroll in a posthumous brain donation program. You spend years as a horrific science experiment until the program runs its course and you are left to rot in an abandoned lab screaming for no one to hear. Well, goddamn. It's just the most existential, like the type of stuff that is like my hell. Like the type of stuff that I think about. And it's the whole thing. You. Wow. And it's insane. And I've. for some reason, TikTok wants to show me the disturbing shit at 7 a.m. as soon as I wake up. And I don't know if you have this. I wake up every day like, I'm going to die. Everything's bad. Like, the first 20 seconds of my life, of my Not day, it. are the worst of my life. Okay. Like, it's horrible. Um, it takes me a minute to be like, everything's okay. Everything's okay. It's going to be fine. You turn over and you you know, you see Jonah. <clears throat> right. I turn over. I kiss Jonah. Good morning. And then I go back over. And then I go on TikTok. And I uh, get some good stuff. And that Not gets me. Not that morning. Gets my serotonin going. Nuh-uh. But I see this crap instead. And frankly... Whoever made this should just not be allowed. It's not okay. This is something else. Wow. All right, and... 
Now you have to pay. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Just, it shouldn't wait, be allowed. Go, wait, go back. We need to read it for our audio oh, audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good. I forgot we have that. Read that out. Read. Go on. Your heart miraculously starts beating after you're pronounced cl- uh, clinically dead for over 15 minutes. While your mortal body continues living in a vegetative state, your soul hopelessly wanders in eternal limbo in search of a freedom it'll never, never have. find. You, br- you broke the rules, and, and now, now you, you have, have to, to pay. pay. Well, jeez. All right. Wow. So, okay, so whoever, whoever's writing this like low-key SpongeBob fanfic, I hate wild you. mind. I hate you. You're the worst person. Um, but I feel like I just wanted to get you very existential for our bad takes. Thank you for that. A bad takes. If you say niche, I bet you bring two shirts on your way to work because you sweat too much in the car. It is niche, not niche. And the sooner we accept that, the sooner racism will end. Okay. Wow. Okay. Point A to point B. We jumped. We got there. I don't see the middle ground. Why? Where's the rate? Where does that racism go? What? You got. You said that if we stop saying it, we'll end racism. Damn right. Damn right. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Any explanation? Um, it's niche, not niche. Right. Ooh, I see now. Yeah. Niche. A hundred percent. Okay. Thoughts. Um. You can just agree with me no, 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 if you no. want to be a good person. No, I think if you th- don't want to be racist, you can just agree with me. It's niche. For sure, it's niche. Correct. However, people that are not English speakers. Oh, now I'm racist. <laughs> N what is it? N I C H E? Yeah. Niche. Okay. Right? If you're white and you say niche. There you go. There we go. Th- that's it right there. Or Amer- if you are white American well, I shouldn't say that. If you're a white English speaker, right. it's niche. Niche. Yep. If you're anyone else acceptable try your best but you have an expectation every time i because it's such a word too there's so many words that are like if you use it you're trying to sound kind of smart you know yeah like if you say oh it's a really niche market you know you're already doing the pretentious you're already being pretentious so then to say it wrong and to say niche because you want to stand out even more exactly like oh there's a group of people that says like niche just try to like sound educated. Yeah. And as a person who has many times tried to sound educated and be impressive and been either completely wrong or completely like made a fool of because of the lack of knowledge that I actually have compared to my attempt to seem smart and impressive, it's um, we should all be better. I agree. Yeah. Uh, my bad take Hit is uh, deodorant commercials. Mm-hmm. Old Spice. In general, okay. Old Spice is a great example. Right. Um, highly unrealistic. Nice phlegm there. Me too. I, I like that. Yeah. It was kind of. It was kind of cool. I couldn't kinda do it again. Sexy. Highly. He tried. <laughs> highly unrealistic. <laughs> because, and I think it's uh, I think it's by the brand Suave. That, okay. This specific one I'm thinking of. By unrealistic, do you mean like when the guy puts on deodorant and they end up on like a beach? Is that the unrealistic no, 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 part? No, 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 Because that's like satire, right? Sure. That's cool. It's advertisement. That's what they call it. 
Yes. That they're hitting the, they're doing something cool there. Okay. But this is I'll give you what I'm talking about. Please. Suave commercial. Um a woman is talking with with her friend. Uh one puts on uh suave deodorant, okay. the other doesn't, and they go to the gym. And uh I kid you not, before she goes to the gym, takes this stick, rolls it, cap off, arm, she goes straight up in the air, right? It just goes vertical. Okay. Single pass through. And it's done. That's it. That's it. That's the one with the suave. Yes. Got it. And that goes to other brands. I've seen this countless times. So you're upset with the... It's so unrealistic. If you're in your goddamn mind Uh are doing single swipe passes under your arms with deodorant, you're a psychopath. That's funny. And you probably smell. Yeah. That makes sense. So... Just give it at least three, right? Three is the perfect number. One, two, one, two, three. Yeah. And maybe if you're like you're gonna go to the gym, uh-huh. go go a little extra. Especially right? if you're a hairy dude, you got some armpit yeah. hair. Do you shave your armpit hair? No. Do- Jonah's crazy, right? He shaves his he armpit shaves hair? his armpit hair. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Nothing wrong with doing it. Completely. But off I thought Jonah was an him. alpha. Yeah, completely off brand. He was for a him. man. Um, because then like you're working, you're like, ooh, my armpits are spiky. Yeah, exactly. That's why you just don't touch it. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, commercial of deodorant brands. Mm-hmm. Get it right. Just use it. Just the try. Amount, actually, use the product. Yeah. Yeah. Also, who in their rifle mind is like going straight vertical? Yeah, also, that's true. That's not. I don't even take my shirt off when I put deodorant on. You just go right under, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, or through the through the bell. Uh, that's that's the weird one, right? That's a little bit weird. Or through the. That's normal. I'll do that yeah, one that's sometimes. Normal. Yeah, but yeah, they're okay. not doing it right, man. Yeah, I agree. There's a ton of like, like when they do stuff for movies, TV, uh, commercials, stuff like that. Like, I don't understand why they don't just do the thing. Like, if you're drinking a beer, drink a beer. Yeah. I, Use the product as yeah. it's intended. Be drunk on set. I don't care how many takes it takes. You drink that beer every <laughs> single time. If you're smoking Ooh. a cigarette in a movie, that better be a freaking American spirit. I don't want any of this herbal crap. I, I got a be... couple fun facts oh, about, about this. Okay. Um, On the set of Stranger Things, a lot of cigarette smoking is going yeah. on. All herbs, right? Yep, rose petals. Yeah. And on all of it. That's pretty standard. Um, also, um, on movie sets that have any kind of eating or drinking scenes, they're not actually eating or drinking it. Yeah. And uh, you got to think, I'm, you know, they'll be really full or pissing like every take if they actually drank. Because you're doing what? Like at least 20 takes. Mm-hmm. And if you're eating a burger for each one. So that's going to be a whole thing in acting How do class, they do right? the eating thing? Are they just pretending to eat? Um, Sometimes, this is gross. It depends on the actor, right? Uh-huh. Some of them are actually very good at like fake eating. Gotcha. Um. However, others will actually take a bite of food and, and spit, spit it, it out. out at the end gotcha. of the take. Because if you notice, in almost all like scenes of food or drinking, they'll do the the act. Camera cuts. Right. They you never you never see you never them see actually, a swallow. No, you, you never, never do. see a swallow. Because when you cut to them eating, you get the point across that right. you want to get across. Yeah. And they can just cut it to That's the other why angle. in movies they always like take a bite and then they set their food down yes. and then they just talk. And it's the yeah. most annoying thing in the world. Because they always end their meeting or whatever they're doing or leave for school and there's just a 
freaking gigantic table of food mm-hmm. that they just didn't touch. No, not at all. It's not realistic. <coughs> also, like, you know, you got, like, uh, you, cu- you cut some steak, and they're talking with, like, steak in their mouth, like, steak on their next thing. Right. And I feel like that's not realistic either. Yeah, if you take a bite of steak, you're not staking up your next steak no. until you swallowed your steak. Yeah, you can, like, start cutting it, but, yeah, like, I'm cut. not, like, well, let me put this in my mouth. And then just hold it, it up. And then, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to wait now. Nah. You know, my whole bad take has now turned into, and if you're going to do it. Just do it. Just do it. There's um, uh, there's this movie. It was like a. Nike. Just Nike. do it. Sorry. Oh, thank you. There was one movie where the whole point was they were like, all the alcohol on set is going to be real. So everybody's Whoa. just getting wasted. And uh, I heard it was a very fun set. What did they do for alcohol? It was like apple juice? Like carbonated apple juice? Uh, I think it's mostly just carbonated water and uh, Food dye of whatever ah, kind. Yeah. Interesting. If it's beer, if it's vodka, it's just water. If it's mm-hmm. whiskey, it's just water with caramel color in it. Interesting. Yeah, it's super lame. You know, um, at the end of Cap or one of the Avengers movie where they're all sitting at the shawarma place. Avengers 1? Yes, it was Avengers 1. post credit scene? Yes. So everybody's eating, right? Except for uh, Captain America. Mm. He's the only one not eating. And the reason is because uh, his jaw was wired shut. Really? Yep. Why? He had surgery? Some, some injury or something that happened like, in real life. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was like, I think they shot that way after they shot the whole movie. So he like got surgery or whatever. And then they were like, we got to do this in credit thing. Wow. And he was the only one not eating. You know, I'm not going to go on this rant because this could be a whole episode. And yeah. this isn't really the platform that we do this podcast on. But Marvel movies, they're missing it, man. They're what are they on missing? the decline. Oh, did you see uh, Ant-Man or I've seen Ant- uh, the no, new me, Guardians? I haven't seen the Guardians. I've heard that's a hit. Okay. Um, And I believe it is because it's James Gunn. He's crushed sure. the first and second Guardians one. has hit every time. Um, So I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm confident in saying that Guard- Guardians is probably going to be the best movie that Marvel's put out since Endgame. Other than maybe Black Panther 2. Mm, didn't see that one. Best movie. You're not counting shows. No, not at all. Because Hawkeye was a masterpiece. Not counting shows. The shows are very good. Uh, Loki was good. Hawkeye was very good. Um, but talking movie specifically. Okay, got you. So what is that? Uh, how was Ant-Man then? Um, I'll tell you how, you know, most of Black Panther 2, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Thor Love and Thunder was. Meh. <laughs> That's how it really? encapsulates all of it. The, the, the Doctor Strange one was great. Okay. I loved that one. Okay. Okay. It was the because... guy from uh, from uh, Evil Dead directed it. Uh, uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, He yeah. also did the first Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. No, he, the directing was great. Visually, it was good. It was all emo. They had a music fight. Well, he wasn't the one that wrote it, though. He wasn't the one that wrote the story. It was written great. That was a no, great no, no, film. No, 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 Because here's the reason why. It was a Doctor Strange movie. Wakanda, or not Wakanda. Wanda had more screen time than Doctor Strange. Okay. And she, the character build for her to become a villain was rushed. But we got to see John Krasinski get popped. That was cool. Talk about an existential crisis, too. That whole scene where she just murders <laughs> all that all those people. Yeah. The freaking... The, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of wild. Insane, dude. Insane. I'm just saying, the, and that this actually goes for all these, other than certain parts of Black Panther too. Is it they're like it just feels rushed. Mm. Like they're trying to f- do so much in these movies where I feel like they're just pushing it way too fast. 
And then like the final act, it's like they're going 100 miles an hour. Then they slam the brakes on the last 45 minutes for the climax. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't just doesn't flow. How much of this, though, do you think is that like our standards are so high because they used to be so. That's exactly it. You think so? Oh, 100 percent. Because, I mean, how can you inherently not compare what comes after to Endgame? Right. Which is literally, I'll say it, peak cinema, right? I mean, or at great. least pretty it's, pretty it's in it's pretty, it's pretty high up there yeah for like sure. in terms of like you know when uh i don't know when jack and when the titanic was crashing uh-huh. like that was a big moment in cinema sure i mean the just the entire visual effects of the avatar series right on your left yeah dude like it, that it's up in that like okay. history part it, would you say endgame is the best uh avengers film you yeah. seem like an iron man guy um yeah, I'm pretty pretty big at Iron Man. Guys. Yeah, yeah. And I, they did his character great. I was a big fan of Civil War myself. Oh, Civil War was, was really great. really good. Now, what is your favorite Avenger? Um, I and here's the thing: I gotta say Thor. Okay, it's a good pick. And the reason it is, well, they're also kind of destroying his character. Unfortunately. Oh, with Love and Thunder. With Love and Thunder. I heard they were queer baiting. Um I it could be interpreted as that. Yeah. Yeah. Um like Thor. Also, is this just turned into a Marvel podcast now? I mean, when Jonah's away, the nerds will play. Yeah. Yeah, damn right, Jonah. Yeah. Uh but Thor's character has he's lost the most of everyone. That's true. His his planet. He did lose his planet. His mom, right. his uh-huh. dad. Uh-huh. Um, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for Thor: Love and Thunder. I think it's clear we just this his whole lover thing. he oh, no. lost, um, uh, and his brother. What's her name? Emma. Um. Emma. Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. Amelia. No, no. no I almost said Amelia Clark. <laughs> <laughs> no, Natalie Portman. Um, and his brother. So he's lost. Yeah. Every single person he cares about. Because let's compare. Thor and Endgame, cool care cut. Fat. Um. Well. Uh, uh. Oh no no. My bad. My bad. Infinity War Thor. Fat Thor was the best. Fat Thor was really the good. Best Thor. Uh. Infinity War Thor before he got fat, blacked out, mm. cool suit, mm-hmm. cool edgy haircut, literally forged his weapon from a star. Right. And now you cut to Thor: Love and Thunder climax, which is him fighting. A villain with a bunch of kids with mm. teddy bears, and also a major plot hole. He the whole plot of the, have you seen that one or no? no? But it's the, fine. The ending of it, um, he's like goes to save these kids, and he's like, whoever shall have the power of Thor takes these. He like like basically like blesses all of their toys that they're holding to okay. essentially have the power of Thor. And I'm like, okay, cool. Where the fuck was this at at the end of Endgame if you just blessed the entire goddamn army if you can just whip this out of your ass? Yeah. Major Man. plot hole for that. Um, but anyway, yeah. The ending of the cl- of the, that movie, I was like, really? Talk about an OP character that becomes not OP when they need him to be. Yeah. That's a... Yeah. So, he's my favorite. That's why my favorite Avenger... You ready? Ready. Ready? Talk guy, of course. Mm. A fucking course it is, dude. He is pretty cool. He's the best, dude. He's pretty edgy. He wears cool boots. Cool boots. Cool boots. 
He has a color bow. Purple. Color purple, great color. And his whole shtick is he's just a normal dude with a freaking bow and arrow. Yeah. And he can hang. In uh with God. What is it? Uh, oh, what's yep, that's the line. Uh Age of Ultron. And uh, uh Wanda is like kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look. I have a bow and arrow. There's gods and aliens out there. <laughs> yeah. None of this makes sense. And he just starts like casually jogging a 5K to get there. Insane, dude. While every, people are flying around him. He's like, all right, cool, here we go. The show is so good. Also, that's why I, that's literally why I own a bow and arrow. Is because yeah. of uh, just be Avengers Hawkeye. 1. Just trying to be Hawkeye, dude. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's, the, that's the Marvel section. The of Marvel section of this podcast. Read. Well, we're going to transition into a different part of today's show. We're going to get serious for you guys. Um, I said goodbye to my therapist. No. Yeah. I said goodbye to Kate. Did we talk about why you were thinking about doing this? Um, I don't know if we talked about it on camera. I'll reissue. We could have. I don't know, but I'll go for it again. And uh, the reason I had to change therapists was financial. And insurance-based. Uh, she went to a new practice that didn't take my insurance. And one session cost about the same as a month of sessions previously. With your insurance? With my insurance. Because I paid like 20 bucks a, a session. Right. And now it was like 80 a session. So it was literally like for an entire month. Right. I'll play the scene out for you here. Okay. I go into the office. Actually... Bring That's right. Down. You go. I'm a, you go I'm, into the office. I do. Right? I go into. I go into therapy. I'm gonna tell you when to bring that up. I'm coming into the office. Uh, she's in a new practice that I'm not super familiar with, and the old place that I was at had like a admin person. I was like, "Hey, I'm Reed checking in." Or they know they would see me, they would recognize me, and they would notify Kate. Right. This there's no admin person. Um, it's it's a much smaller mm. place. It's just like a waiting room with music. Seems like a sound. downgrade, but it costs more. Yeah. Uh, and there's just a sign that's like, please wait, your therapist will be, we'll see you soon. I'm like, okay, cool. This is my second time going, so mm. like I knew this already, gotcha. but I also still not familiar with it. Right. And I'm sitting there, and uh, you can bring the music back in now. And the song, the, the Ed Sheeran song starts playing, it's like... I don't want to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sad. No way, it's dude. A hard <sighs> time. And I'm like, shit. I, yeah, I'm already an extremely emotional guy, just to begin with. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. And like, I'm already, I'm already getting started, getting choked up, right? Yeah. And uh, my, I'm there for my 4 p.m. appointment as usual. I go on Tuesdays at four. Have been now since January. So every week. And uh, it's like 3.58. This song starts playing, mm-hmm. right? And this guy walks in. Um, and as he walks in, Kate walks out of her office, looks at him and says, Hey, Travis, are you here for your 4 p.m. appointment? Oh, no. And I'm like, hey, Kate. She was like, hey, Reed, are you here for your 4 p.m. appointment? No. And I was like, Yeah. I am here for my 4 p.m. appointment. She was like, remember, we, we, it's on me. I went at the wrong time. Oh, you did? I forgot we, we scheduled it to Thursday. <sighs> However, this is where the movie scene aspect starts. Okay. Because I came at the wrong time, right? 
it was a coincidence. This other random character now has now joined this interaction. Uh, Ed Sheeran is singing about saying how hard it is to say, say goodbye, goodbye. In, in the background. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, Kate, I wanted to tell you this in our session, but uh, I got to see a new therapist. And she's like, like completely. Th there's no, no like, I didn't prep her for any of this. Yeah. And she's like, really? What? Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, I can't afford to pay out of pocket anymore. And in my mind, Ed Sheeran gets louder, uh -huh. right? Yeah. It's what it feels like. The uh, it feels like the uh, the chorus just like ramped up, yep. and he's singing harder. And she's like, "Oh well, you know, come here." And you know, it completely professional relationship, right? Uh, you know, give her a nice side hug, and and she says, "Take everything you've learned here, and you're gonna do great wherever you go." I want to encourage you. <laughs> that you can do whatever you want to do. Kate. Because you are more than what these issues have. And thank you for giving me a shot. And I, I'm crying yeah, at this course. point, right? I'm crying. And uh, I'm just like, I don't want to go. Yeah, I really don't. And It's uh, like you're breaking up with a... It felt like a break. It's like you're breaking up with a girlfriend that you still actually like, but like you're going to different colleges. Yeah. Like, like this it, could work, but we're choosing not to for stuff that we can't control. Our relationship was completely professional. Yeah. And, but it still felt like a breakup. Yeah. And it's just so cinematic because <clears throat> the music is playing. Mm -hmm. It's completely unprompted. This random guy is here, right? Which was yeah. the comedic aspect. And and she's just like, she just continues to encourage me yeah. that like, because she's seeing I'm upset mm -hmm. and she just keeps encouraging me that I can do whatever I want to do. Right. And I'm like, I told her, I was like, you know, wherever I go, it's, it's not going to be Kate. And she was like, but what if it's better? What if it's better than what you thought it could be? And I was like, wow. Uh, and then I, I head out and she was, just, I, I said, all right, Kate, well, thank you for everything. You know, I, I, you made a real impact. Um, and on her way out, she goes, you got my contact information. I'm here all the time. And I walked out and, uh, I actually got to read something to you. A, uh. I had to send because that was all verbal. Right. Uh, I had to do some formalities that uh, sure. I had to read, or I had to send a an email, like something yeah. in writing. You got to officially yeah. do the whole thing. Um, and uh, just want to read you the email that I sent over. Hey, Kate. Just wanted to say thank you for all that you've helped me with. Currently listening to sad music while I'm writing this, which is kind of an inside joke. We always joke. I always joke that I would always listen to sad music when I was going through sad things. Mm. I was in the waiting room yesterday and I really enjoyed our interaction. You know me, I get really emotional. So, you know, I had to step out before I started letting the waterworks go. But I will be seeking new therapy from a new practice moving forward that takes my insurance. This has nothing to do with you or the establishment you're at. 
our conversations were something I always look forward to every single week. You helped me go through a part of my life that was post-surgery that I didn't know what my life was going to look like. The relationships with my partner and my friends and my family and everything in between you were there every week to hear about all the little nuances. I just want to tell you thank you. I do not want to seek another service. It's just not feasible right now. I didn't want to disappear without you hearing it straight from me as to why. But thank you for everything. You were my first interaction with therapy in my life. It will not be my last, but it won't be my last because of you. If circumstances ever change, I hope to be back again. Thank you. Wow. And That's just beautiful. like that, the chapter of therapy with Kate came to an end. Wow. And I just had to play that scene out because it was very, very emotional for me. Right. And it was also like, I'm in the moment and yeah. I'm like, is this straight out of a goddamn that comedy? Is so or like romantic? Cinematic. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what's going on here? I'm like, Ed Sheeran, why are you singing louder? <laughs> like, why are you singing louder, also, Ed Sheeran? First off, let's just get this out of the way. Why are y'all playing that song in a therapy office? That's a good point. You know, mm. people seek therapy because they're probably going through something traumatic and they're all are playing mm. like, I don't want to say goodbye. Yeah. And I'm just like. It should be nothing but smooth jazz or just the most unoffensive. Just yeah, like, like no emotions possible. Like something like that. But yeah. no, this was like, there was emotions the in the The one time I went to an actual therapy office, they were playing like Asian Zen music. That makes sense. There. Yeah. No. Completely neutral. Right. But dude. I, you know, this is just, it was a random Tuesday that I was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, all right, I just, I just got to tell Kate, like, you know, just moving on. Right. Like, it's all good. Like, I, our relationship's like completely professional, still good. Just like, I just can't afford it. So yeah, I'll, I'll see you later. That's cool. But it was not that at all. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. turned into this entire emotional roller coaster yeah. of, it felt like a breakup. Of course. Yeah, of course. That is such a special relationship, especially yeah. in today's. It's special, too, because it's so, you literally have no reference for what that is. No. Not it's somebody all. who somehow means so much to you while also having nothing to do with you mm -hmm. in a really weird way. It's like the perfect, like, <clears throat> neutral relationship you can have. Yeah. For the fact that they're there to only hear from what you have to say. It's completely one-sided. Yes. Yeah. Which any relationship in your life uh -huh. is not one-sided. How do I make all my relationships like that? You, money, man. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, something to strive for. <laughs> if everybody would just treat me the way Jordan treats me, my life would be perfect. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I'm going to be keeping you up to date and the audience up to date on uh, my new therapy and endeavors. Yeah, you've been. you got anything... I'm probably gonna go back to the same place I was at before, just but pick somebody uh, else. have somebody else. Nice. Yeah. So we'll see. I might be going next week or the week after, but uh that era has been closed. Wow. That's that's special. Um the other day I had therapy and uh I normally do therapy at my uh, work because like uh we all get off at five, the place is empty. Yeah. Good Wi Fi. So I just stay an extra hour late, just hang out and then uh, do my therapy there. There was one thing where I like worked from home and it just didn't make sense. So I'm like, I'm going to do therapy here, mm -hmm. which I've done in the past one time. Okay. The Wi-Fi here is garbage. <laughs> it's trash. 
And I do teletherapy, right? Okay. Obviously. Yep. So uh, uh, I'm nervous about it. I'm like, oh shit, the, the Wi Fi is bad. Uh, but I've done Zoom calls before. We did therapy one time, it worked. So I'm like running speed tests. I'm testing the different parts of the house. <laughs> What's the best place? For yes. This? Yeah. yeah, which actually ended up being literally where you're sitting. Wow. Okay. That was the best place. And then right before therapy, I run a speed test, like 15 megs on both ends. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah, great. Go to my waiting room. I'm always there a minute before time. Mm-hmm. Turn my camera off, microphone off, just wait. Let her come in. Then I turn stuff back on. Uh, do all that. She comes in. I turn my stuff on. She's like, just so you know, I'm reading that you have a really poor connection. No! We start the thing and have two like, oh, you cut out. Oh, oh that is the worst. Followed by, uh, are you free tomorrow? Oof! And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, damn. I had to reschedule in the chat box. No! Yeah. So we do all that. We reschedule for 7.30 the next day. And so- A.M.? P.M. Okay. That and I normally do it at six. That entire night and all of the next day, I'm like, she's pissed. I wasted her time. <laughs> she hates me. She's furious. Because they don't charge you for that. They only charge you for one session. Oh, so oh, technically, she literally wasted her time. I wasted like 15 minutes of her time. Not yeah. to mention the whole of like getting ready to do the thing. Yeah. She works from home, but still it's like whenever you have a thing, even if it gets canceled, mm-hmm. there's time invested. She in was it. mentally preparing for there's it. There's a as setup well. fee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, so I'm like, man, this sucks. And then uh, we start, I go to do the session, the rescheduled session the following day. And the first thing she said, she was like, hey, just so you know, I'm not mad at all. I just wanted wow. to make sure that we could both hear each other and focus, you know? Wow, let's go, Jordan. Let's go, Jordan. Let's go, Jordan. And uh, <clears throat> I was telling that to some people, and I was like, does that mean she's really mad? And she just like... And then they were like, no, that's because she's your therapist and she knows <laughs> that you thought she was mad. That's a good therapist. That's yeah, a good therapist. she knew what you were like. She knew how you would emotionally process that. Yeah. And then we proceeded to have one of the best sessions ever. Wow. We're working on my inner child right now. Mm, that's good. <laughs> Talking to him. Uh, I had that. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> You'll get it back. Dude, I'm telling you, get my girl. Just let's share therapists. <laughs> It'll be awesome. It's great. I was well. It, I was making this joke with uh, my girlfriend Allie that um, she goes to the same therapy. We both go in person, and she goes to the same like business, but not the same therapist. Not the, no, no. However, I'm going to. I'm getting a new therapist. And I was like, what if I ask for your therapist? But we, dude, that only, would be so fun. Only talk about each other, but because she's a professional and she has to apply to HIPAA. Or applied by HIPAA, um, right? She cannot. She literally can't like acknowledge. That would be that would be evil for us to do that. <laughs> but I that no, I'm probably. I mean, it's kind of a hack because like she gets to hear both sides of a situation. Yeah, it's probably entertaining for her. It's probably entertaining, and it probably gives her a better like understanding of both of you guys. Oh, 100 percent. It's like how uh, cu- couples will do that a lot. I think where they have one therapist. Like couples and therapy, but they do it together. They do separate? it separate and together. Like mm, they'll go yeah. single for a while, and then like once a quarter or once a month, they'll do a together thing. Yeah, that that's makes like a lot of super sense. common. The um the thing I'm trying to figure out now is if I want a man or a woman. You gotta have a woman, right? Yeah, I'm thinking because yeah, there's a guy there who's like, um, I won't say any names, but he's like very conventionally attractive, mm. 
and if he was my therapist, I'd be like, I feel, I feel like I'd be insulted all the time. Yeah. Because like, how am I supposed to talk emotionally vulnerable 100%. to someone who's like super hot? Yeah. Right? 100%. Let alone someone I'm not attracted to, like sexually, but like someone who inherently I'm going to think I'm in competition with. Right. That's the thing. Because like if you had a female therapist that was attractive, I think that would be fine. Mm-hmm. But something about a guy therapist that's attractive is like, yeah, we're in competition somehow. Yeah. Like, we're, like It's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm great, actually. How are you doing, bro? It just becomes like a... Like, it's a bro-off yeah, every it's a single bro session. Off. Yeah, 100%. I also think there is something, I'm sure we've said it, but like to the maternal instincts, yes, whatever, yes. like at least for people like you and me who have very traditional mm-hmm. uh, upbringings. That's not a universal thing, but no, that's definitely my experience. It's definitely... I feel like if you're in a traditional upbringing, it makes more sense. If you're in an untraditional upbringing, it might not, it, you know, it might not be your jam. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But the whole maternal instinct, like, honestly, what it felt like with Kate, uh-huh. I felt like she was an older sister. That's 100% what I have, too. And yeah. it was awesome. Like, the, I thought about doing an old lady at first to get, like, a mom thing. Yeah. But, like, I think older sister is a better way to put it. Because if you think of your therapist like, an, like a grandma or an older mother figure. It's like, you don't know. You don't want to be like, yeah, I was just, like, I just was having sex. Well, you and I don't have the same uh, thoughts and experience on that front. Oh yeah, yeah. How's how's your older older mother figures? I they were the first people I've ever told that I had sex. Oh oh, I see now. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, cool. no, yeah. No, that's totally yeah, that's, opposite for me. Yeah totally. Um, but there's something about the like expertise level. I think like uh, when I did our, my uh, consultation mm-hmm. with my therapist, she was like. Uh, what what about me? Like, why'd you pick my profile? And I was like, I wanted somebody younger because they kind of get it. Yeah. You know, she's no, 100%. like two years older than me. How am I supposed to talk about like being depressed about TikTok or something to someone yeah. who's like 70? Right. Yeah. They would not, exactly. they would not, com- do not compute. Right. They'd be like a Tic Tac? What do you mean? 100%. Got to have a, a, a Zoomer uh, if, if you're going to be a Zoomer. If you're going to be a depressed Zoomer, you got to have a Zoomer therapist. Yeah. 100%. That also definitely means they're depressed too. Because they're a Zoomer. Oh, true. Yeah. Just inherently. Exactly. Uh, well, that was fun. Therapy's always a good always a good time. There seems to be a re- reoccurring bit. Especially with you and me. You know, yeah. jo- we got to get Jonah on it. That's he's why got, he's so... Uh, he, would, he would really like dude, it. Dude, he's going through it these days. I could tell. Yeah, 100%. He's got a lot going on in his head. For sure, dude. And he doesn't have anybody and, to talk to. I mean, I talk to him a lot, and he's just like, dude, I had this idea. I took a gummy <laughs> and took a shower, and uh, what if we X? And it's always like... I guess that tracks under your s- extremely strange, clean, high logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's a he's a hard shell to crack, man. Literally, lol. <laughs> All right, let's end this on a on a good note. Hey, y'all want to see the coolest bottle opener in the world? <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to stay back here a little bit. Okay. Coolest bottle opener in the world. What's gonna happen in Redneck, Australia? Oh, Oh, shit! That was not what I was expecting at all. Well, there it is. All right. I don't know how to feel about it, man. I saw a video one time of like somebody playing with their hamster on top of their cage outside, and it's like a little girl, and a hawk just comes and goes. And so now this whole concept is like so sad to me. 
I got a TikTok to send to you, actually. Oh, please, go for it. Just send it's, in. A, it's a buddy of mine that I want to get on the podcast. Just uh, send in the group text. All right, all right. Give me a sec. Uh-huh. Context, this is a buddy I work with. Um, great guy. I'd love to get him on the show. Very interesting. Really uh, talented. Uh, we just made a funny video. I had to share it. Yo, I'm about to, I'm about to cry, y'all. They about to give me a hairline, bro. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if it's real or not. They about to give me a hairline. Yo, it's my, my, it's my barber. What's up, y'all? My first barber. Oh, uh, Johnny. It's my first barber. And this is... Yo, bro, you're going to give me a hairline. Bro, I'm up. I'm about to be late. Ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Wait, he's like bald. How is he getting the hairline? Just wait, man. Ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing when his hairline come in. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yo, let's go. Uh, can I do that to my face? Can right. I get a beard line? Oh, he's crying. <laughs> I missed you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, what is that? Uh, what's his name? Uh, his name is Will. His at is W Wonders I I I. Oh, good stuff, Will. We're trying to get Will in the pods. So yeah, right? we are. He's uh, he's lived a lot of life, and we could uh, have a great conversation with him. Awesome. Very good, man. That. Imagine having that much fun at a barbershop, dude. Dude, I, that's a barbershop I went to. Really? Yeah, that's where I go now. All right, I'm going there tomorrow. Because <laughs> I, I go, they're like, what you looking for? And I'm like, uh, uh, fade, one to two, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit off the top. So how's your day? Got anything planned this weekend? <laughs> a little bit. That, that Some of that's on you, right? No, no, that's intentional. Because after two questions, they get it and they shut up. Uh, and that's what I want. Okay. Focus on my hair. We don't got to talk. Yeah. I don't know you. We don't have, let's not pretend, dude. You got to talk cool. to like five more people and I got nothing to say to you. It was a great experience on all ends for me. Well, that's cool. Pa parlor Barbershop. Shout out. Okay. Shout out Jackie Chins in Portsmouth. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, let's wrap it up. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. That was fantastic. Check out TikTok, Instagram, Send us your questions. If you ask us some questions, we'll answer some questions. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe, guys. We're almost to 400 on YouTube. That's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, hit us up. Get us get, get some stuff going. You and know? Jeff, is, uh, he's going to streak naked at 400. Dude, I, I'll do anything for 1,000. I'll go all the way. I'll start an OnlyFans and show you my starfish. Whatever you want. Or maybe get us to 1,000 and I won't get an OnlyFans and show you my starfish. Maybe that's the real deal. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you guys so much. Uh, tell Jonah that uh, he shouldn't be hateful. And um, I love you. Peace.